I'm Theo. And I'm Juliet. And this is Apologies Accepted. We offer an entertaining look at some of the big issues in history by examining public apologies of the famous and infamous. We're looking at politicians, serial killers, actors, and you. Send us a public apology you would like to make, and we'll read it on the air and give you a chance to redeem yourself, or just get some guilt off your shoulders. We're here for you. Once a week, maybe more if you're really, really sorry. accepted the, the podcast. podcast and i am not theo and i remain not juliet and we are here to talk to you today about um, a republican state legislator in kansas but first before we get into that i would like to hear about theo's week how and was your week i would love to tell you about my week because it is so Boy. boring i heard you were having <laughs> trouble sleeping and so this will help you just play this when you are <laughs> ready you. to go to go to slumberland um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so nothing. Um, but I will say I was driving uh, one random morning on a road in Austin. It's called Lamar. And at a certain point, it becomes six lanes of traffic. There's uh-huh. a lot of stoplights, so it's not really a highway at all. Um, sure. But it's busy. And sure. there's three lanes, I'll say, going up and three lanes going down. And sure. really, that's north and south, but not the way my brain yeah, thinks. Yeah, up and down. I get you. Yeah. And so this car was just at a complete stop in the center of the road and the lights were flashing and i was furious because i needed to get past that car and there's a woman Uh standing in the road and you know i mean austin's a great town but i'm gonna say of late there have been a fair number of crazy people acting out um on the street right 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 so i kind of figured that somebody was having some sort of a mental breakdown and no she was trying to rescue a kitten that was all oh. curled up in the oh. center of one of the other lanes. Oh, my right? God. And that's exactly what I did. I said, oh, 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 and I stopped. Yeah. Yes. And then I watched her as she tried to rescue that kitten that ended up running away and into a parking oh. lot, right? Um, but all the cars stopped. Oh, in good. all directions of the road, up and down. Wow. Right? Yeah. And we all watched as this um, real hero tried to rescue <laughs> this feral, I'm sure, disease-ridden kitten. Uh, totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I was just thinking, like, oh, there are sweet people in the world, and clearly I'm not one of them because I would have ripped that woman's head <laughs> off. <laughs> but the cat ran away. What color was it? It was one of those kind of gray, sort of tabby, oh, yeah. um, garbage oh, colored. That's, that's the best kind. <laughs> <laughs> You're a horrible person. I am a horrible person. And then the other thing this week is um, I, I am married to the guy who invented hypochondria. And so mm-hmm. he likes to remind me that he's a hypochondriac. You're married to my husband? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that you and I are so similar. We married very similar guys, apparently. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, he wasn't feeling well for a couple of days. And while his temperature remained normal and there was no fever, his sister came down <laughs> yeah. with COVID. And so, oh. of course, he has to compete. 
right? Right. Maybe so he, he has COVID. COVID. Too. Yeah, of course. Right. So, but I mean, I will say he was in bed for two days and he really didn't feel well and he did sleep uh-huh. for like most of those two days. And so uh-huh. something was up, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I, and he was like, can you go to the hospital and get me a COVID test at over the counter? And I was like, hospital, you mean pharmacy? so i drove to six different pharmacies because you can't get anybody on the phone anymore because everybody's understaffed because of covid right yeah so all right cool and i went to austin's lovely because there's a lot of drive-thrus around here drive-thru starbucks drive-thru panda express drive-thru pharmacies drive-thru cvs yeah Yeah. so i went up to drive-thru and i was and i said with my mask on right Right. i'm in my car outside yeah because you can't drive your car inside the store and right. I said, like, hey, I'd like to purchase an over-the-counter. And she said, oh, we only have those available for sale up front. And I was like... What the fuck? You mean I have to come inside the store and I'm asking for an over-the-counter COVID test? Yeah, I have COVID. Why, why are you why making would me I... come in the store? Every pharmacy I went to, it was the same story. I would pull up That's to the crazy. window. And they either didn't have any and they were out and they were really sorry because, you know, everybody blah, blah, blah is testing now. Yeah. Cool. Everybody keep testing. Um, yeah. except in Austin, you bitches need to stop because I couldn't get a test. Um, I'm kidding about that. You bitches in Austin, keep, keep on your COVID testing. Keep yeah, bitching. You have to go into the pharmacy to buy a COVID test. That's nuts. Did you end up getting one? Uh, no, everybody was sold out, but I did go oh. inside a couple of pharmacies when they wow. would say, and, you know, I was like, I know I don't have COVID. I know everything's fine. I feel fine and great. But there's still this off chance and COVID's weird. Sure. And who knows what symptoms really are and aren't and blah. Um, so, yeah. And then happily, uh, like, three days into it, he just felt much better. And so, good, hurrah. Um, yeah. And so that my was my week. My starting to hurt during this conversation. I think I'm getting COVID. It's ridiculous. I mean, no wonder everybody in this country has COVID. I know so many people who Uh, the conversation starts. This is basically every conversation with everybody I know. Oh, my God. My brother is fully vaccinated and he has COVID. Oh, my God. My teen daughter is fully vaccinated. She's COVID. Right. Everybody I know knows somebody who has COVID. And I, I mean, during the outbreak, when it first started, I knew a couple of people who had yeah. family members who passed away due to COVID, right? But right. those family members were elderly and not well to begin with. And so, right. okay, fine. Yeah. Still sad, not to take away Still from that. Sad. But um, I know, I'm such an asshole. Um, <laughs> We've already established that you're a terrible person, so you can know, just go with true. that. true. <laughs> I think once you say that, then you're free. You're free to be yeah, yourself. Do whatever you want. Do whatever it's you totally want. Fine. Say whatever you want. <laughs> Everyone just has to accept it. But yeah, so um, now the story is... I think the difference is, though now is that the people who are vaccinated, vaccinated who have COVID are not as sick. Right. And so, so that's the big difference. Thank you for, uh, for saying that, because yes, yeah. go get vaccinated if... Yeah. I can't imagine any of our listeners aren't vaccinated. Yeah, they're all smart. Right. But there are there are still those people who haven't gotten around to it yet, probably, maybe. Yes. Um, yeah, so sure. if you know somebody, listeners, who hasn't gotten around to getting their jab, yeah. help them along. Yeah, do it. Make them do it. What about wow. you? Was your week so, filled with any rescued kittens? No, no rescued kittens, thank God, because I would have kept it. But um, 
Oh, that would have been so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's 20 years, you know, 20 years based on a one minute emotional. I don't have that kind oh. of time anymore. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean it that way. I'm not that terrible. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. No, I am. Um, I thought I had COVID for 10 minutes because um, I, when, as you all heard about last week, when my, my bathroom flooded, um, the contractors came over and of course they were all up in my house and everything. And, and I figured I got COVID from them somehow, but, um, but I, I did not, I just was tired or whatever. I slept for a day and everything was fine. Um, but now my throat does hurt since you brought up that whole COVID thing. Oh, so totally. Yes. I can see that Brent is married to the second biggest hypochondriac. <laughs> I'm glad you kids yeah. found each other. That's right. He thought he was sick earlier. I forget what that was that was about, but something happened to him, and I don't know. Anyway, anyway, no one cares. Um, what have I done this week? I drove back to San Francisco, so I'm back in San Francisco now. Yay. Yay. Um, I drove back over the weekend, and it's beautiful weather here, and it's beautiful here, and everything is nice, and I don't know why I ever left. But uh, but I'm always happy to, to get a break from San Francisco and just go somewhere for a while and do something different. So I appreciated it while I was there, and now I appreciate being back. So that's perfect. That's the best of both worlds. What I love is you go to a place that's the exact opposite of San opposite. Francisco. <laughs> In every possible way, it's, it's the exact opposite. I can't get delivery. I can't. Get, there's like barely a grocery store there. It's hot as fuck. It's um, nobody lives there. It's just absolutely opposite so it's very cool okay good that sounds wonderful <laughs> it's it's very cool because it's exactly you, what you want when you go someplace different you someplace different so i mean i could go someplace like you know another country or something but i don't have that kind of money to stay a month or whatever in another country so it is what it is although plus plus um covid so if i went to another country now i would just be stuck in the house and why would i even go to another country just to be stuck in the house in another country it would be uh, unpleasant Depending on the house, I agree. Yeah, right. It could be very nice, but whatever. So, okay, um, what are we going to talk well, about Well, that's today? enough are about that us. Point? That's enough about us. I don't have anything else to say about me. I so can see you like, is there anything else to say? Did I buy any <laughs> shoes that I didn't else? try on again? <laughs> that's a habit I'm going to break you of. You are not allowed to buy shoes online anymore. Um, it's, it's a bad idea, as I can tell you, as you know, because they don't fit. So I've got a bunch of shoes that don't fit now, which is awesome. Um, I did buy I did buy a pair of those pillow slides that are everywhere on Instagram or whatever um, without trying them on. But they're very comfortable. They're very squishy and they were very cheap. So it was OK. They were like nine dollars for a pair of pillow slides. Oh, that's my kind of shoe. So they're like an inch and a half of padding. And they're super, super soft. So I love them. They, I left them in Ajo because we don't wear shoes in the house here. Uh -huh. But they're perfect for Ajo. So I recommend them. Anybody go on Amazon and find your $9 pair of pillow slides and, and uh, enjoy. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the podcast. Let's so talk about something today... we're not going to enjoy. And that's not our podcast. <laughs> but it's what this guy did. What this guy did. Yeah, so a guy um, in Kansas who happens to be a Republican state legislator named um, um, Mark, <laughs> Mark Samsel <laughs> was arrested in May. So uh, allegedly, while he was substitute teaching in a town called Wellsville, Kansas, uh, he ranted at everybody in his class and need a boy in the crotch. 
Um, students filmed a number of videos of the Republican, got to emphasize that he's a Republican legislator. Um, students filmed numerous videos of him ranting on a variety of topics, including suicide, anti-LGBTQ bigotry, sex, masturbation, and religion. So according to the Kansas City Star, um, students sent in recordings of his rants, including his claim that a sophomore had tried to kill himself because his foster parents were lesbians. And he said, he's a foster kid. His alternatives in life were having no parents or foster care parents who are gay. How do you think I'm going to feel if he commits suicide? Awful. <laughs> it's terrible. You're it's the terrible worst person in the me. world. Because <laughs> I laughed at that. Uh, yes. I mean, it, everything he says is funny, but it's not funny at all if you were there as a student having this adult teacher rant at you. Like he says, are you doing the Lord's work as you're listening to the devil's music? Oh, God. And he said, <laughs> who likes making babies? That feels good, doesn't it? Procreate. You haven't masturbated? Don't answer that question. God already knows. I uh, just, uh, I mean, I've seen the video. I didn't want to. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. One of the many videos? I felt like, um, we're going to be doing this, and I always like to try and put myself in the other person's shoes, even for a second. And right. so, like, just exactly, what was his tone? How was well, he standing? What was his tone? He was crazy, right? He, he was very jocular. He was very uh, really? know-it-all-ish, if uh, you will. And... Not that I know what that sounds like, but, um, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, it, it didn't sound, let me, let me rephrase. I don't even know what I'm going to mm -hmm. say. Cause the minute somebody says God more than three times in the same sentence, my brain yeah. shuts off. Absolutely. Right? Because Absolutely. I start rolling and the brain shuts off. Exactly. Uh, no, don't need to hear it. Don't care. Right. Right. Um, and so, it could be the secret to life and I would stop listening. Right. And uh, my brain just immediately says, this person's crazy and yeah. don't get involved. Disengage. Pull back. Right. Yeah. Do the devil's work and don't listen <laughs> to stories about God. Start now, making uh, Christmas cookies with penises on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, so he sounded normal he didn't sound manic he wasn't super fast um i would say the thing that gave me pause would just be the subject matter the environment i mean everything about it once you start yeah. listening to it right like it's yeah if he'd been talking to a group of 45 year olds in a bar perfect right right if this was that a church bible study group it. that were all adults fine right mm. um okay it's the when and where and then the what was said um so, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like yeah. pick up any one sentence and you wouldn't say, oh, that's the rambling of a crazy person. <laughs> Except maybe what he did to the one guy. So um, the videos show him getting into an argument with a particular student. And he was saying, you are not following, not my rules, God's rules right now. You better take a Bible. And then he started pushing the guy and grabbing at him. And he said, class, you have permission to kick him in the balls. And uh, parents told the star that Samson quote, put hands on the student and knead him in the crotch. And then there was another video report recorded just after the attack that shows the kid on the ground and Samson standing over him asking, did it hurt? Go to the nurse. She can check it for you. Um, when she, he told the student after asking why he's about to start crying. Uh, and then he apologized to the student and asked a separate student, do you want to check his nuts for him, please? Which is getting into crazy territory. That's totally very much in crazy territory. I didn't see any of those videos. Um, uh, okay. I saw the one that the, I think it was the Kansas City Star, 
uh, saw fit yeah. to post. And I can understand why they didn't show any of those other videos um, in their newspaper. Oh, yeah, a little much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's definitely the crazy stuff there. Um, that's the crazy stuff. I, there just aren't words. I mean, I'll say there were those predominantly male. Every every once in a blue moon, there'd be a female teacher, right, who would pull that sort of that I'm your buddy vibe, right? Uh-huh. And I'm uh-huh. going to talk to you the way that I imagine you kids talk to each other in the parking lot. Uh-huh. And I'm going right. to like, you know, and my whole, I'll use the word vibe again. My whole vibe is going to be like, I'm just one of the guys. I'm one of you kids. And we're all Hello, cool. fellow kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, that's not yeah. what they're paying you to be in that room for. Absolutely. That's exactly the opposite of what they're paying you to be in that room yeah, for. Yeah, but I've had so a few we don't need teachers friends like as that. Kids. Gym teachers, teachers in particular were Ugh. my, my what? My kryptonite. There you go. Because right? <laughs> it was always the same thing. Like, Catch that ball. We're going to have a great time. Yippee. Oh, boy. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, yeah. right. So after this happened, uh, Samsel described to police that the, the, the classroom was basically out of control. And he said he had started to lose his temper a little bit, I think he said. A tiny bit. Um, a tiny bit. And the students had him at his wit's end, he said. He claimed that he barely grabbed one student and told the student to give him space and said he had heard the student had a bruise. And then he said, I would honest to God never do anything to hurt him. He said he thought maybe the student bruised softly, which really, really infuriates me. Mm. Um, And then he said, God works in mysterious ways. Right. So it's God's fault that that student has bruises on them. Yes. This is God's way. Yeah. this is where every argument just starts to fall down because every rational, uh, it's not even an argument. Like just, just no. rationality disappears the minute you start right. confronting somebody who is behaving inappropriately because God tells them to. Because who's going to argue with God? Right. right. God wants I mean, me well, to touch you. Yeah. Oh, and, and it's not my fault that when I touch you, <laughs> you I said bruise. it and it's gross. <laughs> God wants me to ask you how often you masturbate. Oh, my God. Yeah. God sent me here as his teacher to ask you how often and how you masturbate. Um, The students said they were afraid of him and were afraid that that he would hurt them. Um, The Wellsville School District banned him from school grounds. Thank God something went right in the story um, shortly after he was charged. And then Samson started going on social media so in May, he said on Facebook, in a 1,000-word apology, I have one quote. I think you may have more. The quote I have makes me laugh. He said, I can't do anything about the haters. Nope, that's beyond me. But I do listen to T-Swift. I shake it off. Always will. God has me exactly where he needs me. And that scares folks and confuses them. Some of them, anyway. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's a lot more. I mean... Um, Tell us. I get ready. And <laughs> I, in, in fairness to Representative Samsel, I will say that I edited a, out a number of paragraphs um, when I did my copy and paste from... A thousand uh, words is a lot. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. And yes. So um, here we go. This is from his Facebook. I'm I, ready. Truly sorry that this has caused confusion and pain, especially in my native hometown. But this is not about me. It never has been. If it were up to me, I'd be sitting on a beach in Australia or exploring the jungles in Africa. 
Maybe the beach in San Diego or Portland or Madison remain on my bucket list of places to travel. The beach in Madison, Wisconsin? Is there a beach in Madison, Wisconsin? Okay, sure. Is that a place? Um, Yeah. Of course, I'm pretty blue collar, so Milvern Lake or Royals game is more my style. But my family, all caps, has been in Kansas by choice and pro-life. Ironic, huh? Since 1869, because he said by choice, and so he's got to get in pro-life. Um, oh, I see. Yes, for our international listeners out there, uh, these are key key terms in the U.S. that send people in one direction or the other. So uh, he said choice, and then he's going to throw in pro-life because that you know he's. I there you, you go. Can't he's say pro-life. choice without making it clear that you're a religious man. Exactly. Um, I'm not quite that old, ha ha ha, because you know 1869 is when they got there. But they must have been some pretty good character and roots because they voluntarily left amazing places like Indiana and Pennsylvania to come here. <laughs> Kansas, a free state. Um, some of us attend church on Sunday. Some of us don't. But we, capital, are all God-fearing people. In fact, my family voluntarily donated land to establish this beautiful church in the outskirts of nowhere somewhere the world will never stop to visit. We prefer it that way because we are busy farming, teaching, hunting, and attending or watching as many sports events as possible from youth to high. I hate to tell this guy, but he's living in hell. Um, I'm just going to tell. I was going to say that sounds like my absolute hell. Fucking lutely my version of hell. My uh, my family's from such a town in Pennsylvania, so I totally get this. Um, Okay, so where so blah blah blah. Many sports possible, and all the different ways you can watch sports from like elementary school on up to college. And then in parentheses, come on, World Cup, Kansas City would love to host you with our unbeatable Midwestern hospitality. Spare me. Here we go, because there's more another breath. What happened in Wellsville on Wednesday? Only God knows. I'm just going to interject here. I think more than God knows, but okay. Yeah. I have my version. You have yours. The kids, as we discussed in each of our hour before fifth hour, and then also at the beginning of the fifth hour before anything newsworthy occurred... Each has theirs. So, how do we find the truth? It's probably not to be listening to the yellers and the screamers, is it? Yet, look how quickly they get headline news today. They come after everyone, our educators. So, everybody attacking him is also everybody attacking, you know, all of the institutions of America. So, from education on down, it's just, you know, it's uh, it's the Nancy Pelosi's and AOCs of the world getting ready to invade Kansas City. Um, All right, so they come after everyone, our educators, our law enforcement, our doctors and frontline workers, our judges and court personnel. They attack Christianity while calling for God to be removed from the classroom and canceled or erased from American history and modern society. Was Wednesday unorthodox? Absolutely. Did I intend? <laughs> Come on, I mean, you know that's how he said it. <laughs> Did I intend to hurt a soul or act for a single moment out of rage, animosity, or any other element of battery? Absolutely not. I, honest to God, love all His children. That's what Jesus teaches. I'm doing my best, folks, and I am genuinely sorry for any pain or confusion this may cause anyone. But I will put my hand on the Bible right now and swear that I didn't do anything wrong. Those kids are the last capital people on the planet I would ever do anything to intentionally hurt. I've known most of them for years, some for over a decade. Okay, well, the oldest one in the room was 16, so I mean, um, yeah. yeah. Last paragraph, almost last paragraph, last paragraph, and then, um, now, let's compare that to your actions. I know several kids who care 
about me deeply, and because of the nasty and false misleading things written by the Kansas City Star and others here on Mm. social media, they are hurting. That's not caused by me, folks. Nope, that's you, keyboard warriors. I actually show up at their events, or at least I used to, because he's not allowed. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, okay, back into Mark character. And I will again, after this storm passes, because their parents and they want me there, they invite me there. Not all of them, but many, or most. I can't do anything about the haters. Nope, that's beyond me. But I do listen to T-Swift and I shake it off, always will. God has me exactly where he needs me. And that scares folks and confuses them. Some of them, anyway. I'm off to church. Take care, everyone. Let's go, Royals. Clap, 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 period. I mean... Oh, my God. I love it. Oh, my God. And when I tell you that I spent 30 minutes like, oh, how can I delete this sentence? How can I get rid of this paragraph? But there's (laughs) so much there. If you just Google Mark Samsel apology, holy fuckballs. And I feel for the guy. I do. Because, um, I well, I feel for him. And then the thing that makes me feel for him also complicates this story for me. Um, Because, you know, it's all about mental health. And it's just kind of like... Uh, I don't even know where to start. So, uh, yeah, that's that's his very long apology. And really, it's everybody else's fault. And everyone is worse than he is. Not only that, but in addition to that, oh, he more. went on Snapchat. He went on Snapchat later to say that the entire thing was performance art. Oh. Every little bit of it, he said. That's right. The kids and I planned all this to send a message about art, mental health, teenage suicide, how we treat our educators and one another. To who? Parents and grandparents and all of Wellsville. Everybody in Wellsville. Because how good? Okay, bad writing, bad writing, God. You're doing Wellsville. Wellsville. Come on. <laughs> Come on, God. You can do All's better than that. Well in Wellsville. I expect yeah. more. More out of my comedy so, writer. So he wants people to believe that he and the kids got together to stage this sort of um, oh this uh, this public service announcement random disorganized yes. event that ha- has no message apparently um, and and ends up having one kid bruised and kneed in the groin. Yes, they planned it. Oh, it's totally and those kids, even though they didn't know they were in on it, were totally in on it. Thank you. Absolutely, it was their idea, probably. Oh, for sure. As a matter of fact, they made me do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really the kids that are to blame. So, yeah. So later on, he went back on Facebook in August. And then by that point, maybe he was taking medication. I don't know. I can't say. But he blamed the event on extreme stress, pressure, and agitation, which he said caused him to have an isolated episode of mania with psychotic features. I kind of guess this isn't the first time he's been manic. I'm going to guess it's not the first time there have been psychotic features in something that he's done. I mean, right? did you, um, maybe maybe we'll get there, but did you see anything no, from the deputy in the affidavit? Um, no, I don't think so. Oh, there's, uh, there's a great thing in there. So um, when, when the kids told their parents, hey, look at this video. Oh my God, did that guy touch you? Yeah, he need me in the groin. Let's call the cops, because that's what sane people do when educators put their hands on their children, right? Right. And so, deputy shows up and takes takes statements, right? And then, of course, he's got to go to Mark, 
Mr. Samsell, Representative Samsell, to say, hey, so this has been alleged and what do you have to say? Um, and so I'll just read from uh, the sheriff's deputy said in the affidavit that he asked Samsell why he had put his hands on the boy and Samsell pointed to the ceiling. When the deputy asked Samsell whether God had told him to do so, which your honor is leading the witness, but I'm a great defense attorney, Samsell answered twice. So God twice <laughs> told him to twice. put his hands on the kid. Yeah, twice. Oh my God. He stated, this is the, uh, the deputy still speaking uh, in his affidavit. He stated he knew it was wrong and he shouldn't do it. He stated he did not want to do it. He stated the whole world is telling me not to do it. God said, yes. Mark believes this was God's plan. Jeez. Samsel told the deputy he didn't want to do anything, so I did there and suggested that he might end up in a psychiatric hospital because it has all the appearance of a psychotic episode or a manic episode. Um, and yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, Mark, it sure does. Yep. It and does indeed. I'm going to guess you probably had some sort of a clue before you walk into that classroom that you might be prone to such things. Yeah. I mean, he was, what, 38? Is that what we said he was? 36. 36? So probably before then, he had some experience with mania and perhaps like Maybe. Episodes. I mean, maybe he never had a diagnosis. I don't know that he is mentally it's ill. Possible. Um, and that's where this starts to complicate things for me. Because it's like, here's this horrible event that, well, horrible. I mean, nobody, of course, people were hurt, right? But nobody mm -hmm. was shot and killed, right? I guess things mm -hmm. can always be more horrible than, than they are. I'm going to stop sure. talking now. <laughs> There's no way to recover from that. Um, but, okay, so it was a bad situation. Bad's a nice gray word. Yes. And, um, yeah, and then he's like, but I'm I'm mentally ill. And... I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, I would guess that he's either ment mentally ill or a very bad person with some thinking issues. Ah. But I think, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. He, um, he was charged with battery, three counts of battery. But in a plea deal last week, he pleaded guilty to three lesser charges of misdemeanor disorderly conduct, which I'm like, he hurt somebody. He kicked a guy in the groin or need a guy in the groin. I don't know. I mean, I do know why it was it was it was changed to disorderly conduct, but I think it was wrong. Um, so he had already this says he voluntarily surrendered his teaching license. But I read elsewhere that his teaching license expired and he just didn't renew it. And he said that he had been receiving mental health treatment in recent months. So I imagine since the incident, he started receiving mental health treatment. And good, because uh, he God. definitely needs uh, the the help, the guidance. I mean, uh, yeah. whoa. Is, it's, it's, yeah, it's just, it's whoa. I was going to say it's beyond whoa, but it's like, it's just a horrible little moment out of small town America. I wonder America. how much money those Kansas state legislators make, because does he need to do this? Did he need to do the teaching for money? If so, he must not have been making very much at all. I mean, maybe he was doing it out of the goodness of his heart. I think it's, it's a, a thing. Yeah, it's so I have no idea. And there's no way to ever know because no, those, there's no way to know. those public records are kept locked. Public, yeah. yeah. We could never find that out. 
those salaries. It's all on a black budget. We don't know how much they really make. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm looking it up. Oh, okay, good. Because I was like, um, and then after that, I don't know. Uh, so it make, they make eighty eight sixty six a day. Plus a per diem, which it doesn't say how much that is. Okay, well, that's about how much a substitute teacher makes um, per day in Austin. So That's not very much. No, no, it is not very much at all. Um, yeah. On average, they're paid about $18,000 a year, it says. Oh, okay. That's very little. Well, so with, with Mark, and we'll just use his first name, um, he's from a family of educators, farmers, uh, his mother is a teacher, and so I imagine it kind of runs in the family, and so perhaps uh-huh. it's both. He could use the extra income, and also it's that way of giving back to the community and honoring the family tradition. Um, yeah, that's, that's sort of all I got on that. Uh, but what I'm dying to tell you is that um, at the time when he surrendered his license slash didn't renew it, he said, yeah. um, and also that that he was um, receiving treatment for mental health. Uh, right. He said, it just felt like it was the right time to share. That was God was calling on me to do it. I just hope this brings light to mental health battles that a lot of us are struggling. And, okay, maybe true there, Mark. Sure. Right? For sure. sure. Not going to fault you there. And maybe God did call you to do it. But it took God four months to get a hold of you because this event happened in April and you didn't register, <laughs> you didn't release anything until August. So, you know, yeah. I'm trying to figure out how much. So he. Um, Sorry, I'm just imagining the, what God's cell phone looks like, and I just see a big clay tablet. He <laughs> oh, would hold up. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that. I'll workshop it that later. Doesn't need a cell phone. God is God is psychic. Um, Franklin County Magistrate Judge Kevin Kimball accepted the agreement, the plea bargain or whatever, and gave Samsel a 90-day suspended jail sentence, ordering him to remain on probation for one year. Additionally, Samsel was ordered to write letters of apology to two of his teenage victims, whom he is otherwise barred from contacting. He is also prohibited from using social media for personal use. He can use it for work, uh, for legislative items. He will pay no fines, but owes about $263 in court costs and other fees. And I figured out that's three days' worth of substitute teaching or three days' worth of his salary. So um, as part of his sentence, Samsel must follow mental health treatment recommendations and take any prescribed medications. I think this is a shamefully light sentence for assaulting children. It's a very, very light sentence, and um, given, it, for one, for assaulting children, of course, right? But then, two, yeah. given who he is in the community uh, as a, as a I mean, elected do, representative. Do we know that his, his, okay, go ahead. Oh, well, no, now I'm dying to know, like, well, what do you, what's your question? Do we know that his family is, like, an established family, an important family, or are they just, like, some random I don't know people? that they're important. Um, okay. So... Uh, and, you know, I mean, like, what is important, right? But um, what I can tell you is, this is from Mark's own website, uh, as a state representative. So, okay. um, let's see, this is on his about page. Born and raised in the district, Mark learned the Kansas values of hard work, integrity, and compassion at an early age. Those values sure. weren't being taught in Pennsylvania, which is why his ancestors left. That's why um, he left, Yeah. yeah. 
Growing up in Wellsville, he spent countless hours on his grandparents' family farm out near, out near Melvern Lake, where his family has resided, farmed, hunted, trapped, and taught since before Kansas joined the Union oh. in 1861. So they're ordinary folk, but they've just lived there a long time. Um, okay. And so much about, I was telling you pre-show that so much about his story resonates with me because it take out Kansas and put in Pennsylvania and this could be my family. Not right. necessarily the, the going to say student teaching. No, the substitute teaching, but a lot of people in my right. family are teachers, right? My family has been here. I'm, I don't even know how many generations, but one of my ancestors uh, emigrated here before 1657 when his son was born in America, right? So I just feel like everybody in America has a relative from the 1600s kicking around in their closet. And sure, there are a lot of immigrants to this country. And now that I hear myself say all this, it's like, you fucking moron. No, no. Everybody has a relative from the 1600s? But I guess it's, just, it's not that special to to be able to be pinpoint your family, right? To like, right, right, oh, right. we were here for the 1800s because yeah. we all crawled out of the same primordial ooze. So we're all yeah. just as old as each other's families. Yes, very true. In Thank some you. way. The yes, end. I agree. The end of my lecture. But um, All right. So, so I know these people, right? Because my mother is one of them. Um, uh-huh. I, know this, I know this town, right? Um, it's that town of like parades on the 4th of July and also parades on Labor Day and Arbor Day and every other day that ends in a day. Right. It is America is the best place in the world where Columbus really discovered America and created the American flag. Um, You know, it's where George Washington never told a lie, didn't own any slaves. Um, You know, it was for freedom. And and it's just all the good bits. And Mm -hmm. it never happened. Well, that never happened. Right. Right. But that's why we had to believe those things, because otherwise, ah, what do you do with it all? <laughs> um, what do you do with it all? Uh, Perhaps you go crazy and start beating kids up. I don't know. Yes, um, back on track to the child beating. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's- so I do have his apology. Um, the real apology. Well, I guess the real apology. The apology during the hearing. He said, Your Honor, I just want to say I'm sorry for what happened. I never intended to hurt anybody. And that's it. I'm sure that was not at all influenced by the fact that he was before a judge or that he was trying to get a lighter sentence. I'm sure that was not true. And he sincerely meant every word of what he said. I wonder if God told him to apologize. God probably told him to apologize. Yeah. I love that after all of this, um, Kansas House Speaker Ron Rickman Jr., uh, who Mm -hmm. is a Kansas City politician, said that Samuel's situation shows the importance of mental health services— (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah it sure does it sure does it sure does mary woods who's an um an aunt to one of the students in the cl- who was in class with samsel that day said of a sentence he laid his hands on a kid he traumatized a lot of these kids i think it's bullshit yeah. to say so myself and i'm gonna say mary yeah. i'm related to you i agree <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so Mark is either an American hero for highlighting the need for mental health um, aid. Yeah. Or I think really he's an American hero because he's highlighting just how dangerous it is 
in America's schools. Oh, for more than one reason, right? I mean, it's a scary place sometimes. Scary place, scary place. And if somebody was a substitute teacher for six days, I'm going to say, yikes, yikes, yikes. Anybody that can go to a school. What kind of hoops did you have to jump through to be a substitute teacher? Oh, my God. You had to have a pulse and (laughs) you had to speak English. Wow. Some, right? And fine. Um, It's, it, I just, I'm shocked and was shocked and I remain shocked by how easy it was to become a substitute school teacher. You just need a form of identification and a college degree, right? That's it, huh? That's, that's it. Uh, No teaching certificate, nothing. Nothing like that at all. At least not in Austin. I can't speak for the rest of the world. Every city's got its own little different way of doing things. But uh, I showed up with 150 other people and sat in an elementary school cafeteria. I watched mm-hmm. about an hour's worth of videos, um, 10 minutes of which were about how to conduct uh, a school shooting drill. And then oh my God. another 10 minutes, which were all about what to do in case of a school shooting, um, wow. not a drill. And so that was fun. And then uh, somebody had me, uh, well, they had everybody, not just me, sign a form, right? And they looked at my driver's license and they looked at me and that was that. That's it. And then immediately after that, I could I could start uh, showing up to schools. And so you go online, you just don't show up at a school, right? So the whole yeah. boring routine is you log online, um, they have your telephone number, they call when they need subs, your phone starts ringing as soon as 5 a.m., right? Unless Yikes. you turn it off. And it will say something like, we need sub every morning at 5 a.m. The phone rang. Wow. And it rings throughout the day nonstop. We need oh subs. Go to the website. Look at the da. Is there anything that you can do? Is there any day you can take? Blah, 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 blah. Um, and then sort of the rule is you have to do 20 days in order to be renewed the following year as a teacher. And if you don't do 20 days, then you got to get into the cafeteria and watch all the films again right (laughs) oh man Um, but when you yeah go ahead oh no but i mean here's the thing right so okay in the elementary school cafeteria i had to have a driver's license and a college uh proof of i did i have to have take my college degree with me i don't know but like you do a bunch of shit online in advance Mm -hmm. of getting into the cafeteria and then Mm -hmm. i had to bring some documentation with me i don't remember all what but driver's license and a piece of paper okay um then, hey, I'm going to go and I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to sub this wow. day. Why don't I look online? Cool. This school's close to my house. I'll go there. And you walk in to the administrative office. And if you're lucky, it's a school that's well run. And there is a person behind the desk who says, oh, yes, we're expecting you. Here's the substitute teacher sign-in sheet. Please sign in and then see me when you sign out. Right? Uh-huh. That happened uh-huh. one time. I substituted for six days. Right? Six days was all I could stand. Um, Wow. The other five, I walked in. I the book was just laying out there. My name and what room I should go to, and I went to that room. Nobody checked my ID. Nobody checked to see if I had a gun. Nobody checked to see if I was a child molester. Right. Wow. Uh, Now, of course, they do background checks. That's part of the whole pre-clearance thing, right? There is a background check you have to do, but that's one of those things online, and you pay for it. But I mean. Um, hi, if you, let's go back to the 1970s and ugly divorces, 
right? Right. You could be get signed up as a substitute teacher, go to your child's school, and then take your child. Pick them up. That's yeah. The wow. Easiest. Don't give lightest people ideas. Way. Oh well, yeah. You can't do that anymore. Uh, <laughs> I'm a total liar, and there were armed guards everywhere. Um, no, it was just awful. And then once you're in the classroom, there is zero help. You are on your own. That's terrifying. How are you supposed to know like what to do once you get there? Does the teacher leave you anything, or do you just do whatever you want? Sometimes the teacher leaves you stuff. So I had yeah. two classes where the teacher was amazing because there was a very thorough lesson plan for me to follow out and a list of expectations oh, of what not only I was yeah. supposed to cover, but how you know what the kids were supposed to turn in. Right? Cool. That's great. One guy left a crossword puzzle. Oh, geez. It, for 45 minutes, and it was banned. Oh, my God. So, it, like, really? yeah. Oh, it was so bad. Oh, it was awful. Um, wow. This podcast is not about the horrors of substitute school teaching. It's um, interesting, but though. There are I've never plenty. been a substitute teacher. I highly just, don't recommend it. I Don't worry. I have no interest in being around children. Yeah, it's it's awful. Well, and, you know, and I'll say for me, that's the other thing, too. Like, as a gay person, I sort of grew up with the understanding that people assumed I was a child molester, right? So oh. I, I'm i not going to say I made sure, but like I was never alone with a kid, period, uh-huh. ever. I never allowed right. that to happen. And so right. I didn't go into education. Um, to molest children? Because it's yeah, to molest children. It just happened by circumstance. No. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was sort of like the goofy thing for me about becoming a teacher was walking into these classes and seeing all the pride flags and and seeing all the signs that were like, that's we great. love our gay teachers. And sure, that's great. Cool. Uh, but it's still that that part of me. Sure, you're still worried. Yeah, yeah, my internalized homophobia and also like the the witch hunt, like somebody yeah. somewhere is going to accuse me of doing something. And so... Yikes. Um, and so I think it was both of those. It was that pressure. And then also the just like, not that kids are terrible. Kids are kids. But 30 of them together, yeah. when they know you don't really That's have any authority over them. Too much for me. Yeah. yeah. No, it I was, can't even imagine walking into a room like that. It was, it was, sometimes it was nice, but it was nice because they were like individual kids that were cool. But here's, yeah. I mean, here's the thing to get it back on track with Mark. Um I can see where the wrong type of personality would feel the power of being right. the oldest, most knowledgeable person in the room. Right. With and, authority. Right. And I can say whatever I want, which is sort of what yeah. Mark ends up doing. He's talking about yeah. his religious views and what he feels God wants and what's right and wrong with the world. And... You know, not the time and place. It's like, listen, your teacher left some crossword puzzles and you need to do them and you need to put your name on them. And quite honestly, I won't be here tomorrow. So I don't care if you get in trouble or not, but I can tell you this. (laughs) I was here and my name's where it's supposed to be. And you make sure yours is. And if I have to leave a note for your teacher and I mention your name, believe me, I won't know what happens to you because I don't care. (laughs) That's why it was kind of sound like a decent teacher actually oh i was <laughs> i i mean I'll, okay so here's my story so it was drama class and i uh, was subbing for them for two days and at a certain point during the day i was you know there's like six classes throughout the day and i'm trying to take role and it was near the end of the day and 
Um, and I was standing in front of the kids trying to get their attention. There's middle schools so that are like 13 year olds, right? Uh-huh. And I wasn't getting anybody's attention and right. nobody cared, right? right? And I could feel the tears behind my eyes. Oh, no. My eyes got hot. You know, in that like, oh, yeah. I'm going to cry here yeah. and I'm not going to yeah. cry because I'm not going right. to. And I started to like get a little teary. And it right. was like, Jesus Christ, you are a middle-aged guy standing in front of a bunch of 13-year-olds about ready to cry. Pull your shit together. And I was like, I can't do it. You're stronger than I am. You have to do it. And so I didn't know what to do, right? I was fighting with myself. And all this takes place within, I'm going to say five seconds. It felt like five hours. So I grabbed a kid and I was like, "Um, you, take roll. Who's here? Who's not here? All the power is yours. Wow. It's kids wow. lie. Oh, my name's Sammy Sammers. Oh, I hate that voice, but yeah, I did it again. So, um, yeah, cool. So, anyway, this, she took the role and la, la, la. And then I tried to get the kids to do their work and all that. And they were rehearsing scenes and fine, cool, yeah. whatever. And then at the end of that class, I was sitting at the desk. And I sat at the desk throughout the class. I just watched to make sure the students were actually doing what they were supposed to do and allowing some phone sure. use. But, meh, you know, I mean, sure. whatever. And just feeling like the biggest, most utter failure, right? Because teaching was going uh-huh. to be the the career. That was like the, hey, I've had my career. I've gone to school. I studied something useless, which was English. So um, yeah. now I'm going to do something with it. I'm going to be an English teacher. Great. Why don't I develop my chops by being a sub, uh-huh. right? And it was like, you're not cut out for this. You made all the wrong decisions in your life. You suck so bad. <laughs> Oh. oh, it was so bad. I mean, it was, oh. I'll say I forever remember staring at that uh, wall and the door yeah. in the wall and thinking, yeah. I can't wait to walk out of this room and oh. never come back. And so at the end of that day, in that moment, um, this girl, this absolute, absolute angel came up and said, hi, Mr. Blank, because, you know, yeah. we're not doing last yeah. names here. I just wanted to let you know, I think you're the best substitute teacher we've ever had. You really wow. cared that we did our work. And I was like, I'm the best substitute you've ever had? <laughs> you probably were. You poor kids is what I thought. But instead, I was just like, and I couldn't stop myself before it came out of my mouth. And I was like, thank you so much. Right. And uh, tough. So uh, I knew then and there, not cut out to yeah. be a teacher. I could do oh. it if the choice was starve to death or teach. I'll find yeah. a way to be happy in it, right? But yeah. yikes. So um, I get that what there's... What a cute story. Oh, uh, I've got thousands of them and it was only six days. You're, you're depriving that child in that classroom and countless untold children of the best substitute teacher they've ever had. <laughs> the best substitute teacher they've ever had. And I'm sorry, America, I just can't do it. <laughs> I recognize that I'm not cut out to do that. And Mark Samsell should recognize he's also not cut out to do that. He's definitely not cut out to do that. Mine's a personality I don't care how defect. Sorry he is. Uh, I would say you're probably an excellent teacher, but I understand why you wouldn't want to do that. Oh, it's awful. God bless every teacher in the world, uh, except yeah, for the for bad sure. ones. Yeah, we love all you good teachers out there, and there oh. are many. Okay, so uh, I've made a long story about me, and we still have to rate an apology. Yeah, so which apology are we going to rate? The thousand-word Facebook apology or the short apology he gave during the hearing or both or neither? I'm going to say let's do both because my score is the same. 
Yeah, <laughs> I gave them him a one. Okay, I was going to give them a zero, and then I thought about my rule of <laughs> there's no such thing as absolute zero or absolute ten. So point five. Really? Yeah. I mean, you know, we don't know what he feels now that he's presumably on medication. He may actually be sorry, but I don't think he is. <laughs> I, I mean... I think he may be sorry for what happened to him. It's hard to deal with religious fanatics and yeah. religious mania is just one of those things. Do you think the religious fanaticism is part of his personality or do you think it was part of the mental illness? I think it's part of the mental illness because I, sorry, Christians, like really devout ones, but I think anybody that that talks about God nonstop and feels God directing them to, that's a mental illness. That's that you are not so special that God needs to touch or use you. What about normal everyday people who think they they talk to God every day? Or talk I talk to, to God, God every day, to but I do I think that them. God is actually there listening to me? I also talk to doorknobs and the car. I talk to our dog. I mean, I have conversations with the dog. So, well, the dog is probably responding in some way. Yeah, so is the doorknob. Not directly to what you said, but yeah, in some way. But it's vibrating. I think the dog. I think the dog has more of a personality than you probably are giving him. I I am not. um, What's the word? I can't think of the word. Not downing my dog. That's dumb. I'm not, talking. You're not dissing your dog. That's it. That's the word I was looking for. God, kids, your flippo language. That a the thing. language from 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we, we agree. We, we give the um, this apology from Sam Solo 0.75 as an average, which is probably more than it deserves, frankly. Um, so, so who's sorry now, Theo? Do you have an apology or an apology that is owed to you? I have uh, an apology I would like to make and take you back to my uh, substitute teaching days. So I had just oh. graduated from school and I'd had yeah. this class called Black Queer Literature and Film. And right. I was way into being woke and um, real excited about it. And uh, it was one of the classes where this day in school, they were having a book fair. And every five minutes, some kid came up to me and was like, I want to go to the book fair. I'm going to the book fair. The two of us are going to go to the book fair. And the thing was, you filled out a little slip and you gave it to the kid. And then the kid had 15 minutes to come back. Uh-huh. And you signed the slip again. And then you turned the slips into the office at the end of the day. You're like, this okay. kid left, blah, blah, blah. So these two little girls, they were like the... I don't know. I swear there were only 30 kids in the classroom, but 400 yeah. kids came up to pull this trick. <laughs> so they asked for the slips and I gave them the slips. And then they came back and they handed me the slip. And I picked up my pencil to sign my name on the form and make sure, you know, same girls that left or same girls that came back. All right, cool. And the pencil was stuck to my finger. And so <laughs> somehow super glue got onto the back of the permission slip. And onto my fingers. Oh my gosh. And so I'm not dumb, although I like to play dumb on TV. So um, (laughs) I was like, okay, this is a teaching moment. And of course, they're they're both young girls of color. And so if I say anything, am I like, am I, what's going on here? Am I presuming guilt because they are of a different race? How will my message be received? At the same time, I have fucking super glue on my fingers, and they don't. They yeah. don't. 
right? But it's all over the back of the permission slip. Oh, so my God. what's up, right? So I called the girls over and I said, I was like, okay, this will be a teaching moment. And I was just like, girls, I've got super glue on my fingers and on the pen and all over your teacher's desk. And I don't know how the glue got there, but if this was meant to be a joke, I just want you to take a moment and think about how your mother might feel if somebody played this joke on her while she was at work. Would mm-hmm. she think it's funny or would her feelings be hurt? Mm-hmm. And they said, well, um, yeah, we don't, we don't know about that. And I was like, I know, <laughs> I know you don't. And I'm, and I'm really sorry to be calling you up here. Um, but I just, I just don't know what to do about this. And they uh-huh. were like, well, we didn't go to the book fair. We went down to the art room because her headphones were broken and we needed to super glue them together. And, and it sounded so true. Right. Yeah. But I was like, okay, girls, I'm really sorry that I misjudged the situation here. And I apologize to you for what you, for assuming that you're guilty. Right. Right. So thank you for sharing with me. And I really appreciate it. Right. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Good for me. Because I did the thing where it was a teaching moment. And at the same time, I acknowledged like how much racial bias is in play here. And I thought I had a good answer. And so, all right, cool. And I think I handled that well and fine. And don't ever want to be a substitute teacher again. And those girls left. And now even five years later, I'm like, they didn't have glue on their hands. They owe me an apology. I think you're right. Yeah, I think I'm right, too. I think you're right. Yeah, I think they probably uh, did it on purpose, as you suspect. So, super glue girls, you owe me an apology because I chose to believe <laughs> you and I believed you. I didn't even choose. I just knee-jerk believed. <laughs> just did. Well, that's fine because you gave them the teaching moment anyway, so. Oh, yeah, right. Like how to fool old middle-aged guys. Like, this is easy. <laughs> super glue money. But you money. told them about their mother or whatever, so that you're good. Thank God they um, didn't say our mother's dad. I know, right? Yeah. My mother's dead. My mother doesn't work. My mother wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> Any number of things they could have said. Right. Which only yeah. would have made the situation that much better. <laughs> but I survived and hooray for me. America's hero Yay. flaps his wings yet once again to rise above <laughs> situations Why does he's created. Just like Mark Samsel. This is just like Mark Samsel. Except you They're don't have to take wrong. medication for, as far as I know, you don't take medication for schizophrenia. But if you do, it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, so who's sorry now? So I have a who's sorry. And I don't know if you remember this woman, but in 10th grade, I had an English teacher called Mrs. Penny. Ooh. I don't know if you had her or not. No. Um, but, but she... Rings bell. Um, this was in 10th grade. This was after I had started this new high school in North Carolina when I had been living in Pennsylvania most of my life before that. Um, and I didn't know what the hell was going on because it was a, I had major culture shock in North Carolina. And it was, it was not only that, but going from private school to public school, it was really hard for me. It was super hard for me. It was probably the worst decision I ever made was going to public school. And my parents asked me, did I want to go to private school or public school? And I was like, fuck yeah, public school, you know, thinking that it was going to be easier and, and I could just, you know, slide through and, and, and it was easier. There's no question about it, but, um, but 
I hated every second of it pretty much. Anyway, so that's neither here nor there. Um, Mrs. Penny in 10th grade English, she, um, it was the easiest English class I've ever had in my entire life. It was so easy. It was laughable. It was terrible. I hated every minute of it, like I said. And she, um, so at, at, they made me, they made me take all the regular classes, um, instead of the AP classes or the gifted and talented, whatever fucking classes. Um, the first semester I was there because they didn't believe me that, that I was a good student or whatever in my previous college. Right. Years Your and previous grades were from other schools. We'll be the judge of how count. smart she is. That's exactly what they said. And so I had to go through the regular classes for the first semester and it was a fucking nightmare. Um, and I was in Mrs. Penny's regular 10th grade English class, and I hated every minute of it. And it must have been obvious to her that I hated every minute of it. Because when I started um, getting ready to go into the gifted and talented program or whatever the fuck it was, um, she actually actively tried to prevent me from getting into the gifted and talented program. And she said that I uh, I didn't belong there and that I was complacent. That was her word. Um and I had to go through all these interviews with like the principal and all these other people, the counselor. And I had to go like to, I had to get therapy or something. I don't remember exactly what I had to do, but I had to jump through all these hoops just to get into the stupid gifted and talented program because of Mrs. Penny. So she owes me an apology. I did get into the gifted and talented program. No thanks to her, but um, and here I don't know why you she are hated speaking me. English. And here I am speaking English, just like a normal person, just as if I had stayed in her class the whole time. I mean, whatever the difference was, I don't know. But um, I was very angry at her for calling me complacent, which I didn't even understand. I mean, I told the <laughs> principal, I was like, I don't even know what that means. I mean, I knew what it meant, but I didn't know how it applied to me. So uh, it's just, you know, I never said anything in that class. In high school, I never said anything in any class. So I don't know what idea, how she got the idea that I was complacent. You can see I'm still very head up about all this. You should be. <laughs> So, I would be furious. Fuck you, Mrs. Penny. I hope you died. Um, or, <laughs> or we hope great, beautiful things happen to you, Mrs. Penny, which turns your heart around. Um, yeah, that would work too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Google stalker. Oh, I should. I wonder what her first name was. Yolanda. I don't know. I remember one time somebody asked her in the class, asked her what 69 was, and she said it's an F. <laughs> oh, my God. She thought, they were, she thought they were asking what a 69 was in grade sense, so she told them it was an F. And then they said, no, sex, and, and I think that she told them. Mike, I just, I, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, the world I was raised in, you uh -huh. never, ever, ever would have made a joke like that to a teacher. Well, I mean, fine to have issues with teachers, right? Yeah. Confrontate, yeah. not confrontation, but I mean, you know, having challenges or whatever, that's fine, builds character, not going to love everybody, blah, 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 blah. But right. I can't, what, I mean, just like which kid was like, what's 69? Because <laughs> my answer would have been, I know you don't know, but I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> that would be a good answer. It would be a good she, answer. I think she, I think You're she too drew ugly to ever find board. that out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. So, she was a nut. Um, that's it. That's my who's sorry now. Well, now I have a mission in life, and it is to uh, find where Mrs. Penny is. And then... She's probably rich. She probably went on some... <laughs> Jeopardy or something in one millions of dollars. Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> a show only an English teacher could win. Right? 
<laughs> oh, I have no idea. They're looking I'm for sh- a new host. Maybe she could do that. Hey, God, you really hate her. <laughs> All these years, I never do that. I didn't have her. Um, I was in gifted and talented up until I got into AP. And then I was like, I can't handle this. I'm out. And so yeah. I got into regular class, regular English. Um, so you didn't have her then, probably. No, I can't remember her name. I can sort of see her face, I think. Uh, she was a tall woman with sort of shoulder length and mousy colored hair. Um, she was attractive enough, I suppose. But Oh, that's the kindest thing you've said about her so far. <laughs> she was attractive enough, I suppose. I suppose. I mean, I was a kid. What did I know? So You did know the definition of complacent. Because <laughs> showing up and not saying anything? <laughs> I was so shy. I was painfully shy. Oh, see, that's where she was a bad teacher because she didn't recognize that it was shyness that was, um, let's say, misdirecting your classroom participation. Um, yeah. 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 Well, see, you're, you'd be a good teacher. I'll be your teacher. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. We just had a teaching moment. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Why won't right, this pen get a- off my finger, Juliet? <laughs> You still have it on your finger after all this time. Okay, is that it for today? That is it for today. Are we done yet? (laughs) Listen, young lady, you are about to get assigned a term paper. Oh, God, no. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. All right, It's all about how to end a podcast. Thank you for stuff and things. Thank you for everything. And we'll be back next week, and I'll work on that term paper on how to end a podcast.